Good morning. I hope you're having a fine Sunday morning. Welcome back to another edition of Miami Valley Voices on this Cox radio station. I'm your host, Ron Rollins, and I'm in the studio with uh, two folks I think you'll be hearing a lot from in the uh, next couple of months or maybe even years as they embark on a public awareness campaign uh, that is brand new, but which is dealing with an old problem that's a, a real scourge and an epidemic in our community. And uh, uh, the, the problem is heroin addiction, and uh, we're here with Butch and Karen Kelly Brown, uh, who are uh, coming to tell us today about a, a, a new way that they are um, coming to the community to help raise awareness about the problem and, and to fight it. How are you both doing? Hey, Ron. Good Thanks for having Thank us. You. Absolutely. So um, today's November 1st. It's kind of a big deal day for you guys. Tell us why. Yeah. Well, a year ago uh, today, um, we got that, uh, I got the, the, the call that every parent dreads and that's the call that uh, that your son is dead. I'm sorry. And uh, thank you. But uh, that's that's the call that, uh, that uh, rattles your cage and uh, um, in the first few seconds is, um, this is this is surreal, this isn't really happening. Mm-hmm. And as it uh, sinks in, sinks in, and you begin to to scramble to uh, to get to the scene, and and uh, oh, this probably it's he'll it, be okay. It, it's you know it's all that denial initially, and then and then the reality sinks in uh, as the coroner you know arrives, and and you're just uh, you know, you're just overwhelmed with this feeling of um, not having any control and 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 you know just overwhelmed with uh, the emotions of what am I going to do and how am I going to go on and and all those things so it, it was um, it was the the most terrible thing that could happen to to anyone and 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 I know that um, there there are those who certainly have have you know will will be able to know the feeling because they've they've been through it. it it's it's awful and it's uh it's something that uh, ultimately my wife and i decided that uh we're going to take this terrible thing that's that's happened and uh, turn it into something positive and so that's what we're something attempting something to do productive yeah yeah and so, heroin i'm sorry Ron, i was I, gonna say from his overdose you basically have formed this campaign we have to so, let people know how to help fight it the thing is giving it you know calling it heroin gives it power yeah. and it's it's it has a name and it has a capital letter heroin but it's not it's a monster mm-hmm. and this monster has tentacles everywhere mm-hmm. it, it, it beyond you, you can't see where its tentacles reach and so we have decided that we need to figure out a way to kill the monster mm-hmm. and which is the name of the campaign mm-hmm. it's let's kill the monster yeah so what how are you starting it off well awareness was our biggest thing we we, we aren't the experts mm-hmm. uh, the only thing that we can do is understand what it feels like to lose somebody because of it mm-hmm. we aren't the experts but we also have the gumption uh, to go out there and 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 start waking people up and mm-hmm. asking people to to pull their head out of the sand and and ad- admit mm-hmm. that there is a problem and that we need to get rid of the stigma so we can actually do something about it. So, and the and the level of the problem is, I mean, there's been a lot written and said about 
heroin addiction nationwide and in the in the in, in the state and in southwest Ohio. I believe the last story I saw from the Associated Press was twenty five hundred fatal overdoses in Ohio last year. It's, I believe it's something crazy, like that. Yeah. isn't it crazy? Two hundred and sixty four in twenty fourteen. Uh, that were uh, drug related. Uh, the vast majority of those heroin or the, the or fentanyl, a combination yeah. of of uh, heroin and fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, my son died uh, with a pure hit of fentanyl. There was no heroin, which he uh, had in no it. idea he was taking. Which, no, 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 and an addict wouldn't. You know, they right. they they get them in a capsule and it's a white powder, and and uh, an addict's never going to know what hit them if right. they get. Uh, what the what the on the street they sometimes call a hot load, it could be a combination of of heroin and fentanyl or pure fentanyl, mm-hmm. and there have been several several deaths. There was there was a spurt of some earlier this year, mm-hmm. um, but nonetheless, when the fentanyl's entered into the equation, it's typically fatal. Now you but guys the, have taught yourselves a lot about. This we, we never thought we'd know yeah. so much about heroin. Isn't that disgusting? <laughs> well, but now we're not. Sure. We're still not the experts, but we do know that every twenty four hours. Um, more than 100 Americans die from heroin overdose. Oh, my goodness. And these are mothers, fathers, sons, daughters, sisters, brothers, friends, neighbors. These aren't just the CD junkies in an alley. These are real, normal, everyday people. Sure. Number one cause of accidental death in the county, and the numbers have risen for three years in a row, right. this being the fourth year in that equation and the numbers are going to be higher still from last year sure so um we should tell people too people part of part of what uh, you mentioned gumption to to karen to, to do this but um people are, who are familiar with the names know that you guys are, are are public people in the community your radio personalities way back i think uh butch back in the 70s for you right, right and, i started and, yeah. and so you you have familiar names and familiar faces and and how did that play into um your decision to kind of go as big with this as as you did. I think that it it, it came in it came in spurts, Ron. It's like so we in, we announced that we wanted to do this not long after he died, and I think we were probably well, I, still in shock. Well, I saw it on your Facebook page like within days. Yeah, actually. it was yeah. crazy. Yeah. But but as as we grew stronger with the notion that we maybe actually might be able to help, um, I think. Because I've got a lot of personal Facebook messages and stuff thanking mm-hmm. us for being courageous and for coming forward, mm-hmm. I realized that I'm supposed to be listening to that message mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to keep up that courage, uh, to not be ashamed of how he died, mm-hmm. and um, to use our voice for something that actually might help other people. So how much is that stigma part of the problem i mean it sounds as though you're 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 coming at this from the point of view that that the starting conversation is a key aspect of ending up with some kind of solution ron when you're at a cocktail party you don't tell somebody your child's hooked on heroin you just don't but you might tell somebody your child has cancer or you know or or something like that yeah Yeah. you just don't talk about it and it's a shame because the more we talk about it, the more we feel comfortable about it, the more that people will stop judging, mm-hmm. uh, I think the sooner we'll come up with some kind of of hope and help to, to start eradicating it. Mm-hmm. So it is a stigma. It's huge. Now, I've heard you use the uh, – we've been talking about this a lot, obviously, before we turn to the mics on, and, and I heard you use the expression uh, earlier – 
in the day that um, the, that when you're dealing with, if you're a family member who has a loved one who's in this addiction situation, that you don't feel that tough love works, but love works. Talk talk about that. That we, struck me as uh, in a yeah, big way, and I'm curious what all. you mean. <laughs> yeah, well, to, when 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 explain we explain that yeah. in the early days of our son's addiction, um, you know, addicts once they once they're addicts, once they're hooked. Uh, there's nobody sacred or safe in the family. Mm-hmm. They'll steal from from anybody. Mm-hmm. From and our, and our son stole from us, and and uh, uh, he, he's just trying to to keep up his habit. And so ultimately, you know, we put the stop sign up, and 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 for a while tried the tough love, and and kept him at a Intervention distance. Intervention and yeah. NA meetings and yeah. this and that. And, and in doing know. and in doing that, we kept him in the shadows of his addiction instead of bringing him into the, the daylight, holding him a little closer and, and loving him a little harder. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and that's what society has done with drug addiction in the past. It's the seedy side mm-hmm. of the world that we... Like, how could you do that? Yeah. 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 Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Or as Karen, Karen's often said, this isn't something that's, this isn't a back alley, uh, seedy kind of a thing. Um, I mean, we, we, we see and hear about people that, uh, that go into a public bathroom and shoot up. They, mm-hmm. they, they shoot up driving a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, that this, this is out there everywhere. And the faces of the people that are addicts are the everyday faces of, moms and dads and and, mm. and kids and, yeah. and everybody everybody and, you know we're not experts ron but there's one thing i know for sure mm. and i know this from the bottom of my heart mm. none of these people wanted to be an addict mm. none of them wanted to be a- addicted to heroin and and so the thing is underneath all of this is there still the same people that we love their behavior has changed mm-hmm. but there's still there's still the people that we love mm-hmm. and 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 actually you know, there is the saying, uh, when somebody is being unlovable, that's when you need to love them even more. Sure. And that's really the philosophy I would love for people to embrace about heroin addicts is because they don't want to be the, oh, trust me, mm. they don't want to be thieves or liars or, and, and they don't want to let down their family members mm. either. They're, they're embarrassed of their own habit. Sure, there's a shame element. There's a very mm-hmm. huge yeah. shame element. Yeah. If he would have come to us sooner, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking maybe it might have gone a different way, mm-hmm. but he was embarrassed. Sure. But it, it, on the other hand, it doesn't sound as though you guys are sort of faulting yourself or going back through your own history so much as you're trying to move forward into some other kind of place. You I know mean, what? That doesn't work. A lot of what work. you're describing as a parent, I mean, as a parent of adult children, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of what you're describing is feels counterintuitive. I don't think most parents would have reacted differently to the situation from what I'm hearing you guys did. Yeah, and, it would be natural yeah. to go like, yeah, we're going to get you in a program. Don't do that again. Exactly. How can we get it? Yeah, I mean, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it's almost like a script that, that we have in our heads of what you would do in response to this kind of news from an adult child. And and it's, adult children are hard to manage anyway. They are. They are, they after are, all, adults. They're, you, know? you know, from right. teenagers on up, they're, right. you know, they are. And, and the thing is, I'm not saying that we have the magic pill, the magic bullet, the magic whatever, mm-hmm. but... Um, I think that if we all look at it from a different angle mm-hmm. and start using more compassion and love mm-hmm. that uh, I, I would encourage, actually, there's a, an amazing YouTube video of a TEDx talk uh, of a man from England who who speaks about uh, a, um, 
an experiment done with rats and heroin. Oh, and you can just Google that. It's it's amazing. And and actually, quite honestly, to me, that was the catalyst of changing my word from intervention, Mm -hmm. which doesn't seem to work. To inspiration. I was going to ask about that. That's uh, how would you apply inspiration in this case? We want to inspire the community, our friends, mm-hmm. our, our coworkers, our people that that uh, that live in the city of Dayton, um, in the counties, surrounding counties. We want to inspire them to have hope that there is a chance to fix this addiction. Mm-hmm. We want to inspire them to maybe get a reach up inside and grab that compassion Mm -hmm. and love their loved ones that are addicts and addicts i think are are probably some of those that feel hopelessness because of their addiction Mm -hmm. and that there there aren't easy ways out of it Mm -hmm. um once you're hooked on heroin uh you're you're there for a long time perhaps Mm -hmm. for for life Mm -hmm. uh but there has to be hope in order for, for there to be change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the the hope is ultimately we can get the community into a, a larger conversation about how to deal with this. And, and obviously from a bureaucratic standpoint, it's not happening from, uh, and, and not faulting anyone or pointing fingers, but it's time for a grassroots effort and that's that's what we're mm-hmm. we're trying to attempt a grassroots effort to to cause change to 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 make it a, a larger conversation mm-hmm. uh, to to help to gain some understanding for those who are the hardcore who would say ah oh, addicts you know you know losers losers you mm-hmm. know no not losers there there are children there are our neighbors mm-hmm. there are uh, family members and coworkers, possibly. Yeah, Co- yeah. yeah you, you have the, that's the, the the thing is you could walk down a very busy, crowded street, and if let's just say that every addict had to have some kind of dot on their forehead or something, mm-hmm. you would be amazed yeah. at how many people. And and the thing is, there there are other there are wonderful organizations out there, and we support them fully. I was going to say because this is kind of a a, a place where you, people can. Find those organizations. It's more of a hub. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's, it, our, our very right. first and foremost mission is awareness, right. bringing awareness and getting rid of that stigma. Right. And and the second is to uh, to to help some of these people that don't have voices, maybe mm-hmm. uh, to help them garner a, a larger voice. Mm-hmm. And and people that don't know where to go, maybe we can point them Possibly in the right fine direction. Too, yeah. yes. Let me remind people what they're listening to. Um, we're in the studio with Butch and Karen Kelly Brown who are uh, working on a campaign called Let's Kill the Monster that they uh, hope will sort of advance the cause of, of starting conversations around um, the, the, the regions, the areas, the state's um, heroin epidemic. Um, I'm Ron Rollins, and this is Miami Valley Voices, and uh, welcome if you're just joining us. So um, there's a piece of it we haven't mentioned yet, but it grows out of the inspiration uh, the, the I word. There's a there. You guys are also trying to get a campaign going of that's actually kind of more lighthearted, if you it will, is. than than the the, the, the sort of gloomier uh, Facebook clearinghouse. <laughs> Let's kill the monster. Talk about that. It's uh, well, inspiration bla- is part of it. <laughs> blatantly stole the idea of the ice bucket challenge. Heck, why not? Okay, for but, those guys. but yeah. we're not sure doing did. the ice bucket challenge. No, they'll come after you if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had some friends, dear friends, um, that helped us, because 
we were almost too close to it. We're like, we want to do something, but we don't know what. Right. So we came up with the pie challenge. Uh-huh. And it's, it's two-pronged. The first is pie is an acronym, right. acronym, prevent, inspire, and educate. Right. And you did pick inspire on purpose. We did. And okay, yes, good. because right. it was. We like the word in, intervention. It was an in, intervention, and, and it, it just work. didn't. Right. Right. So okay. Um, and and so basically, it, it is a pie challenge. And I'm hearing shaving cream being sprayed. Yes, into, that's into, exactly into, right. Into, into aluminum pans yep. as we speak. Yep. <laughs> we are hoping people are going to get creative with yeah. this. And and it it is a, a Facebook challenge where we're hoping people will tag and challenge other people. Mm-hmm. There are hashtags that mm-hmm. we would like them to use. Mm-hmm. And um, it again. All about awareness, all about just getting the word mm-hmm. that heroin is a monster out there in a more lighthearted way. We, we want kids of every age to be able to do it. We want uh, community leaders to step forward and be willing to have a pie thrown in their face, mm-hmm. things like that. So and the idea with that, would the idea with this kind of more lighthearted approach to what is a dark problem is to, you mentioned school kids. I mean, like yes. right now, I don't, I mean, I'm not sure of, of, of ways not having you know school children around anymore i'm not uh, i don't know how this is being discussed in the schools but kids kind of need to learn early on like early this is a early on earlier i think yeah. than yeah. has been uh done in the past unfortunately um i'm people we we try to protect them as much as we can right. but we also have to give them the tools to to protect themselves right. again that's not our job right. our job is to bring awareness to it and hopefully through this pie challenge campaign on mm-hmm. Facebook, people will come forward and say, this is great, here's how I can help. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, who else is working with you on this? Are you uh, partnering or tying in with we other? Are. There's a lot of other organizations in town, Families of Addicts is one. Yes, that's I think, correct. that uh, it has gotten a lot of attention locally. They're right. wonderful. They're, they're, they do seem wonderful, it just seems, Lori Arian's group. Yes, mm-hmm. she's great. Have, they're and, a tremendous yeah. support group, but uh, it, you know, it, it's, it, it's gotta have all the pieces. It's gotta, you know, the heroin addicts and their families need the support, mm-hmm. which uh, FOA does tremendously. Uh, you know, we, we've, have the support of law enforcement there mm-hmm. behind us. Sheriff Plummer, Mike mm-hmm. Brem, mm-hmm. Ann Stevens from Adamus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are coming out of the woodwork to, to help us, including mm-hmm. our media friends like you, mm-hmm. which we really appreciate because sure. we got to kick it off the ground somehow. And, and well, it's a it's a problem. It, it's a, it's a situation we've been covering a lot. I mean, uh, Chris Stewart on our Dayton Daily News staff and a number of the reporters um, at WHIO TV have been you know, on this for some time, and it was the it's one of those. It's like a lot of um, social issues, if you will, it sort of creeps up on you slowly. Yes. Um, I mean, the obviously heroin's been around for a long time, yeah. but oh, the, yeah. but the beginning of time. But the way in which it is with us presently, in this kind of very acute, across all economic sub, you know, levels kind of problem, where you have the sort of rapid increase in numbers of of, of overdoses and stuff. I think kind of crept up on the media in general about three years ago. And you know, the thing um, is, it's, it's great to report all those stories. I love it that, that you're bringing, that's part of the awareness piece sure, of it, sure. but we, okay. So it's like, then what, right. You know? And well, so that's, that's, that's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. So then what? So, I mean, what's, what's interesting about the stuff that, that I've read and I've read a lot about it because heroin is one of the things that we kind of feel like, Cox Media Group ought to be like on, you know, really on and, and, and starting community conversations yes. about. And when you read about it, what is, whether you're reading uh, blog posts or or commentary from candidates or real serious um, 
like scholarly uh, uh, seminar type stuff. What, what's what's striking to me is that nobody really does seem to know what to do about no. it. No, it seems like there's this no. very disconnected, disjointed it is very conversation. Mm-hmm. It is right, like so te- that. Yeah, right. that's it. Academics yeah. and policymakers think this, and yeah. doctors think this, and law enforcement people think this. Right. And and what's striking to me about this is it does not. Nobody even really seems to understand or know yet kind of what a solution even might look like. That's, that's which is it. kind of odd. It, it is know. odd because I don't think anybody realized how big this monster would get right. in so quickly. And so I think what our goal is, is to bring everybody together. Mm-hmm. There is, there, there's power in numbers. The answer is out there. Mm-hmm. And with this awareness and people being willing to step forward, I, I'm thinking that that's where it's gonna come from. It's mm-hmm. gonna come from, you know, we're just the mouthpiece, we're the vehicle of getting sure. the word out there. Now now it's it's up to everybody else to, to start thinking about how can we do this and bring all these people together, law enforcement, the medical community, the, the scholars, there is an answer out there right. and it's right in front of us, they're I know all, it is. Yeah, they're all pieces of this pie that we uh, revolve around here. Uh, it, prevention is, is, is certainly one of the most impactful ways that, uh, that we can tackle this. Uh, because the answers to, you know, in terms of the addiction itself, those in the throes of it, much more complicated. But prevention in terms of, of getting to our people at a younger age and telling them the dangers, uh, the dangers of, of that first hit that right. might have something other than heroin in it or the dangers of just a lifelong addiction to heroin. Because this isn't something you like try once to sort of see how it feels. No. 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 Mm-hmm. This isn't like your first beer. No. It's no. not, this is the right. unfortunately. The other side of the coin too is, you know, that that there has to be, a, uh, I think, a a more specific target placed on the, the heads uh, of those who deal in heroin and so that means we need the public to be watchful in their neighborhoods where mm-hmm. where it looks like something strange is going on. A lot of traffic in and out of a house. We need to, to help put the police uh, on to those so that the, they can do a better job of, of catching uh, some of these those folks that are dealing in the drugs. Those are two immediate ways to mm-hmm. impact things. Mm-hmm. The whole, uh, you know, the whole addiction side, those are already caught up in it much more complicated and there are treatments out there that are coming forward all the time but they're they're expensive mm-hmm. and um and, and part of this addiction issue is that most don't have uh, a health insurance plan where the drug drug treatment is a part of that uh, equation mm-hmm. uh, so a lot of people are just out there fending for themselves um not not knowing how to deal with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are so many statistics if people want to find out there on the Atomist website. There's so many, you know, uh, some of these pain centers that, mm. you know, will gladly give you an opiate-based drug. that Which which is uh, commonly thought of as one of the reasons why this got started to the level that it did is because of the way that uh, opiates were prescribed as painkillers mm-hmm. kind of fairly routinely, mm, yes. starting in the 90s, uh, and that this is where it's ended up is that it's a gateway your... drug and if you were to buy now don't you know this isn't pure fact but if you were to buy a, a now we're on radio it's okay <laughs> opiate on the street it would be 30 dollars a pill and, right. and heroin is five or six yeah bucks. heroin's cheaper yeah, yeah right. so so it's easy for them to just switch right. to heroin but, yeah, but you're right it's where it starts it, the, the, a lot of this uh uh Pot isn't the gateway drug here. It's the uh, the opiates that are in the form of prescription medicine in our medicine cabinets right, right. that are uh, easily accessible and 
And that's another part of this education equation is is we've got to educate those that that the, the, this addiction starts right in your medicine cabinet with a mm-hmm. prescription to Percocet, mm-hmm. Oxycodone, or Oxycontin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, there are tons of opiates that are legal, prescribed, mm-hmm. and uh, easily available mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in, in medicine cabinets in probably the vast majority of homes. And that right there is, is definitely a message that the children can get. You know, Absolutely. It's like that this is not, just because you see this happening in your house does not mean that it's something necessarily for you to not to be aware right. of and, and to have knowledge of. So there are short-term fixes like Butch just talked about. And then yeah. obviously this is a long-term journey yep. that we're willing to be on for the long haul. And yep. I believe in, in energy and in positive energy and synergy of people. And we just, if we could just change the mindset of people right away sure. from, uh, from this horrible stigma to compassion and right. wanting to help, right. to me, that's the first step. So just briefly, maybe one more question before we tell people uh, we got a few minutes left. Um, what, what sort of responses did you get to your initial public offering, if you will, of, of what had happened with your own family? It was amazing. Because like I said, I mean, I saw it on Facebook like the next day, maybe. Yeah. You were immediately telling people what happened. Yeah. And as I recall, you kind of put it out there, but then you backed up a little bit and said, signing off for now, but we're going to work on this. Yes. You'll hear from Butch and me later. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then you came back out with, with what you It took an entire year for us to really put it together. And thanks to our friends, Will and Sue and David and Dorothy, they <laughs> they they help us put our head on straight because we were too close to it. Sure, too what raw. friends are for. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, you know, obviously public postings on Facebook page, but Ron, you would not believe how many private messages mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm thanking me for having the courage to talk about it and to mm-hmm. say, wow, my son died last year of heroin and I have not told anybody how he died. Right. And, you know, or, or, or my grandson's addicted to heroin and I don't, I don't know what to do, I don't know where to turn. Right. His mom's an addict too and, you right. know, oh, it's just crazy, the story's out there. Right. And I think that, I, I, yeah, I opened up a hornet's nest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and the more, the more we heard from families, the more we realized that we couldn't sit on our hands and it was a way to challenge our, or to channel our grief into something positive sure. to, to do something. Yeah. And, and that was really a lot of that feedback from our putting ourselves out there is is has resulted in what's about to take place. Yeah. So to remind people, we've got a few seconds left. Facebook's the place right yes, now. Yes, Let's Kill the Monster. Okay, and uh, so you can like that page, follow news feeds, but also on, on that Facebook page, you'll be able to tell your own stories. You, yes. you expect to have uh, bloggers on there. Yes, bloggers. Resources. We'll have, we'll have all different kinds of resources. It's going to grow. And it's going to grow. Eventually leading up to a website as well that's separate from the Facebook that's page. That's correct. Right. It's build, being built right now, also called Let's Kill the Monster. Okay. And then there's the pie challenge. Yeah. And there's a pie challenge. Yeah, we right. really, really, I challenge all of you, please be creative and do this pie challenge. It's so, going to help people. So you want folks to upload videos to the Let's Kill the Monster we do. Facebook page. Right. And put it on their own and tag us. The, the hashtags if, right. if you know, oh, tell the hashtag yeah, yeah so yeah. the hashtags are hashtag let's kill the monster yep. hashtag piece of pie and piece okay. is spelled p-e-a-c-e okay. and hashtag pie challenge three excellent. hashtags excellent that sounds good and we have just a very few seconds left but tell people about that piece part there's a thing at the missing piece art space today yes in it's today over on detroit near stivers and they're mm-hmm. they are doing a day of the dead celebration uh honoring uh families who have lost loved ones to, to heroin. That's correct. Right? So it's going to be a huge wall, a huge altar. It's going to be so impactful, right. uh, basically showing the faces of loved ones that we've lost to heroin. And once you see that wall, Ron, you're right. going to realize 
they're just normal everyday yeah. people like you and me yeah. that succumb to to heroin overdose. I hope you guys will come back Thank in a you. couple Thanks months and we'll see how it's us. going. Um, and again, sorry for your loss. I'm glad you're doing this. It's a big Thank deal. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for the time. Oh, absolutely. We'll get you back on. Uh, this has uh, been Miami Valley Voices. We've been with Butch Brown and Karen Kelly Brown, husband and wife, who are working with the Let's Kill the Monster uh, w- Facebook page and website to fight heroin addiction. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you back next week.